Welcome to Commons and Chronicles, the podcast where we talk about all the best creative commons and reusable open game license content. If you need resources for your creative writing, game design, or you just love lore, Commons and Chronicles is for you. everyone, this is Klaatu. You're listening to Chronicles and Commons, or Commons and Chronicles, nobody really knows. This is my show about RPG lore, fantasy, and science fiction that are in the creative commons or the public domain. And today I, I kind of want to do something a little bit different, and that is talk about the effect that public domain or the commons have on the art and science of RPG, role-playing games. So this all came about, this thought that I had, came about when I overheard someone talking to someone else. So this is a second-hand conversation. And they were kind of talking and laughing about how, isn't it silly how whenever you meet an RPG player, another player, the the first thing they, they want to do is tell you about their character or about their campaign, and what a bother that is. Like, I don't want to hear about your character. I don't want to hear about your story. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying that. Klaatu's not saying that. This is what I overheard. And it struck me as very odd to hear that, especially from someone who, who, as far as I could tell, they were talking about being an RPG player and how bothersome it was to have other people who find out that they're an RPG player tell them about their game. And I just, I, I felt like that was very a very strange position to take because personally me Klaatu I've grown up hearing about people's characters and about their campaigns uh, I had to live vic- vicariously through my friends who played D&D because I wasn't allowed to play D&D so I would listen to their campaign stories all day at school and when we would build characters together we would talk about the characters that you know, sometimes we we've never even we'd never even actually run the characters through a campaign. But to a kid, it doesn't matter. You you don't have to go through a campaign for the character to have experienced it. I guess we were building a, a very elaborate like level seven, eight, nine, ten uh, backstory for a for a character that had never you know played and was spec'd out for a level one. But anyway, um, so hearing these things. has always been fascinating to me and endlessly entertaining. I love hearing about that stuff, and I don't know that I'll ever stop loving to hear about that stuff because I certainly haven't gotten tired of it now. And hearing about someone, hearing someone say that it was bothersome or tiresome made me realize that I haven't ever invited you, dear listener, to send me your stories. So if you've got stories about a character, whether or not the character's ever seen action, whether or not that's just a character that you built one afternoon because you were bored, or whether it's a character that you've lived with for ten years, or that you only got to live with for two months until they died, who knows, send that to me. Shoot me an email, and it's klatu at mixedsignals.ml. If you don't know what mixedsignals.ml is, it's the place where you got this podcast, whether you know it or not. mixedsignals.ml, klatu at Tell me these stories. I would love to hear them, and I'll read them on the show. So to keep the show under, you know, five hours, do keep the story relatively short. I mean, you can tell me whatever. I might have to edit it down 
but I, I will definitely read some of these things, but all of these things on on the show because I love hearing about this stuff, and I want to be a target for you if anyone has ever walked away in the middle of your story or rolled their eyes as you started telling them about your character. That is not a response you will ever get from me. I love these things. So why do I love these? Why why are these stories interesting to me? Why are they interesting possibly to you? I kind of thought about that, and I realized that in a way that's kind of the it's, – it's one of the driving forces of this show itself, and that is that role-playing games have such an impact on the players who, who engage in them that when you're thinking about what happened in your RPG game, as far as your brain knows, and other people have noticed this before, this isn't me introducing new psychology to the world, this is something that I've heard from other sources, but when you think about your experience in an RPG, especially because it's a shared experience among other people, there's no, there's functionally no difference between real-life activity and, and, and what you've experienced in an RPG game. I think I've mentioned on this show before that one of my crowning achievements in my in my life was not defeating, not even fighting, just literally escaping Demogorgon in the Abyss. It was an experience that I'll never forget, because it was a hopeless situation. My character was trapped in the literal abyss, and from these waters arose Demogorgon, and was he was killing everyone around us, and we barely got out. We had to drag a friend out of the room to all get away in time. And it was one of those things that not only did it make an impression upon me, such that I'm bothering telling you about it right now, but it also gave me a this this sort of elation that lasted for weeks and weeks afterwards. I kind of felt like when I came up against something at work or, or in real life, I felt, you know what, I can do this. Why? Because I escaped the Demogorgon, you know? It was so simple, it was so silly, but it's totally it's it's deep and ingrained and and part of that i think yeah it's because other people shared in this experience so not only i wasn't just sitting around imagining what would happen if this character got away from demogorgon or this big beast rising out of the ocean or underwater ocean um but but other people at the table around me were as urgent and as afraid and and as frantic as i was so how could it not be real? But there's another angle to that, and this is what I kind of thought further about this show. And that other angle is that this the that this this creature that we were facing off, or this thing that you defeated in your campaign, or this place that you visited in your campaign, it, it's it's not just the people around the table who buy into it. That's powerful enough. But with a lot of the things that certainly this show talks about, it's it's a whole world. It's it's the whole 
it's your whole nation it's your country wherever you live it's 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 global it's it's across countries because you'll you'll meet people on the internet living in Poland and they'll be talking about it so it's this shared shared virtual reality that everyone or not everyone but all the other players buy into now that by by whether we whether we want it or not that's or whether rather they want it they being the authors want it or not there's that that's a that's a commons that that, that is in the commons so that's that's in the creative consciousness now there's some stupid legality thing that they laid over it so that you can't you can't tell stories you can't sell stories or whatever using those words those magical words that that they've put a copyright onto and you can't you can't set a story in this location you can tell a story you can be in the story privately but you can't share that with with the world in such a way that you're going to profit from it and so on and that's silly sort of legal stuff that doesn't really make a big difference at all but there's this other side of of that of that world which is public domain and creative common and that stuff by hook or by crook um the hook being creative commons voluntary dedication of of content to the commons by crook i think i would classify as well the copyright finally expired so by hook or by crook it becomes something that we can all share and we can all retell and 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 distribute in any means that we feel necessary and right now is a perfect example of that because in the previous episode we started talking about this barsoom novels by edgar rice burroughs which he's not he didn't dedicate that to the commons he didn't tell people that they could use barsoom and that world but the copyright eventually ran out and wouldn't you know modifius a gaming company adopted it for themselves and are now telling stories in that world and letting people have they're providing access for people to the to the very the the very fine-grained categorizations of of the world that edgar rice burroughs built and when you break something down to that degree as i said in that in the dragon episodes when you start breaking it down and classifying it sort of giving it scientific species and genera and all of these other labels as if though it was a completely actual real thing then the human minds that are jumping into that world collectively believing that the world exists it really buys into it it, it the, the belief goes that much farther so learning the the tall tales of our time I think is a really powerful and kind of self-gratifying kind of uh, trick to making gaming and storytelling all that much more powerful because it's not just you telling a story it's other people who know parts of the story already they know the the, the features of the world they know the structure of the world already and so when you're telling the story they they hear it they hear the the bits of truth they hear the the parts that are different from what they knew and, and the parts that build upon what they knew parts that 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 corroborate what they what they what they believed and that gets into 
the emotions that 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 transcends just the okay i'm being told a story about a thing that i'm familiar with it it makes you really really believe in what you're hearing it's all gaming it's all storytelling it's not going to change the world or make the world necessarily a a, a better place it's not going to make the world a worse place i don't think but we're not talking about saving the world here. It, it's just a game. It's just storytelling. It's just art. But that's important to us as humans. And it's a great way to bring humans together, which is what I think RPGs do. And acknowledging that the places that we go to together in these imaginary moments, acknowledging that those places are shared among lots and lots of different people all over the world, it makes a difference. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind the next time that you maybe are thinking of an idea or creating some resource for a game or or sitting down to write a, a story or something. Just keep in mind that the the more you dedicate it to to other people, and provide other people with the tools to build on upon your idea, the more truth happens within your idea. The more truthful it becomes, the more truthful it feels, the more real it becomes for your audience, whether they're players or readers or, or whatever, listeners, whatever it might be. The Creative Commons and the public domain are powerful tricks for a storyteller. Use them and benefit from them, and everyone else will too. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Klaatu. You can reach me uh, via email at klaatu at member.fsf.org. You can also usually catch me in IRC as not Klaatu. I'm on the Freenode Network. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.